Hello, and welcome to Notes on History, a podcast by a historian who has no idea how to make a podcast. I'm Paul Stetzel. For the past few episodes, I've been working my way through some of my notes on the American Revolution. However, I'm going to take a quick break from that for today so I can cover something that's been on my mind. And then we'll go back next time with some discussion of the Declaration of Independence. In the meantime, today I'm going to talk fairly quickly about something that came up recently in a conversation. And since it's that time of year, I'll have this recording come out on or about Christmas, uh, which is relevant to the topic at hand. I'm also talking about this now because I actually spoke publicly about this, uh, I don't know, five or six years ago, I guess it must have been, and I happen to still have my notes on the topic. I want to talk about one of my rules of history today. Uh, I have these rules, and I do my best to follow them, and I think this is one of those rules that's important to get out of the way fairly early on because I'm going to get questions about it if I don't address it now. In fact, I'm slightly surprised that a few particular people didn't ask me about this when I uh, did the first episode of this series. If you listen to a couple of my very early episodes of this podcast, you may have noticed that I used the term B.C. when referring to dates prior to the birth of Jesus. There's the relevance for Christmas time, I promised you. If you didn't notice, you either didn't listen to those episodes, shame on you, or you grew up before terms like B.C. and A.D. went out of style. If you noticed it, let's talk about one of my favorite rules of history, a rule of great importance to not just understanding history, but an excellent life lesson. The rule is this. I don't care about your feelings, and believe it or not, you might not either. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Actually, that's not entirely true. I mean, I am a person, and I, and, and I presumably believe you to be one too, and so I do actually empathize or, or sympathize when appropriate. What I mean is that how we feel about history doesn't actually cause Marty McFly to hop into his DeLorean and make out with his mom. This is more important to understand today than ever before, since if you know me, you know that I have increasingly less and less patience for modern political activists feeling their way through history instead of learning their way through history. And this particular topic is one of the first topics I came across that caused me to come to this realization. So what does this have to do with my refusal to stop using terms like BC and AD? Well, the use of dating systems based on the birth of Jesus has become unpopular among historians in recent decades, being typically replaced with CE or BCE. Historians who have made the switch have done so because they wish to be more quote-unquote inclusive and religiously neutral. I do not follow this trend. And it's not because I wish to push a religious agenda on people when they're looking the other way. I really don't. I don't follow the trend because usually the use of CE and BC is, to put it politely, pure weapons-grade balonium. This modern recipe for vegan-friendly panderlini has several ingredients, and I'll take them one at a time, but in no particular order. First, the terms CE and BCE are often meant to mean common era and before the common era. Well, common to what? If you look up common era on Wikipedia, there is, or at least there, there was back when I took these original notes, a reference to the earliest use of the term in English as being about the year 1708, AD of course, and as near as I can tell, that does actually seem to be the earliest. Uh, if you find an early use of the term in English, please let me know. 
That Wikipedia article linked to the text of a book called The History of the Works of the Learned, and it appears to be using the term common era to mean that time period common to the Christian society in which the book was published. If someone listening to this is more familiar with that particular work than I am and disagrees, please let me know that as well. Historians do sometimes use the term CE to mean Christian era, and they at least are acknowledging that the numbering of years is derived from an admittedly sloppy rendering of a specific event, and they are not shying away from the importance of religion and society over the millennium. So for those historians who use it that way, I can, I can appreciate that. Second, the use of CE and BCE is not a genuine attempt to be a neutralization of religious affiliation, but specifically a neutralization of affiliation with Christianity. Disagree? Well, perhaps we can discuss it next Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday. Still unsure? Your use of the terms January, February, March, April, May, and June would seem troubling then, or problematic, as the young people say. If this was an attempt to be religiously neutral, it is a selective and inconsistent one, since all these words are derived from religious concepts, or in some cases, names of ancient gods. Third, you may say that while there are many Christians in the world, you have never known anyone who worshipped the pagan gods of the Germans or the pantheon of Roman gods. It, you know, granted. But you do know that there are plenty of people in this world who promote strong centralized government at the expense of individual liberties or the rights of local communities. Yet, we continue to throw around terms like July and August like they're going out of style. Am I to infer when people use these words that they are in favor of dictatorship? Totalitarianism and authoritarianism are real threats in the 21st century, especially when we think of those who would seize unconstitutional power in the name of populism or popular welfare, much as Caesar and Augustus did. The great thing about that statement is that half of you think I'm talking about Donald Trump, and the other half of you think I'm talking about Joe Biden, and two halves of you are probably right. If being offended is in itself an argument, as it seems to be in the 21st century, I am much more offended by someone who ham-handedly promotes systems of government that have that killed countless millions than I am offended by a guy who wanted us to love our neighbors. As a side note, if you're super cool with wearing a Che Guevara t-shirt but can't bring yourself to say Merry Christmas because you don't want to be associated with those religious people in their mumbo-jumbo, then you are exactly who needs to hear this episode. Fourth, let's be clear. Using A.D., does not mean that you are accepting Christianity any more than saying August is a celebration of tyranny. I have to wonder how many people insisting on CE and BCE are aware that the creation of AD and BC was meant not just to celebrate Jesus, even if you are anti-Christian because of what others have done in his name, you have to admit Jesus himself was a pretty darn good guy. A.D. and B.C. were also meant to be subversive of the tyranny and persecution perpetrated by an actual monster named Diocletian. In the year 525 A.D., a monk named Dionysus sent a bishop named Petronius his own calculations regarding the dating of Easter, and this table is where he came up with the dating system we use. It wouldn't actually be commonly used for a couple hundred more years, and obviously then it's, it's also gone through some changes. In the letter explaining his calculations, Dionysus said this, quote, 
But because St. Cyril began his first cycle from the 153rd year of Diocletian, and besides ended in the 247th, we, starting from the 248th year of that same tyrant, a better word than prince, do not wish to bind to our circles the memory of this impious man and persecutor, but choose rather to count the time of the years from the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ, so that the beginning of our hope will appear better known to us, and the cause of the restoration of mankind, i.e. the passion of our Redeemer, may shine forth more clearly. Unquote. By the way, you can find a translated copy of this letter on Tertullian.org, and special thanks to Michael Deckers, who placed this in the public domain way back in 2006 <coughs> A.D. Now, Diocletian gets a lot of credit from historians for quote-unquote saving the Roman Empire. Uh, my own opinion is that he is highly overrated, and even if he could be credited with ending the crisis of the 3rd century, he was still a very, very bad man. So, if you can't bring yourself to use A.D. and B.C. because you don't like Jesus, maybe you can use it just to stick it to the man. Remember, if you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe to Notes on History. Just a reminder that you can also follow Notes on History on the Big Book of Faces. And, of course, obviously, you know someone in your life who would use a little Notes on History, so don't be afraid to spread the word. I know, that's three different things for you to do. I am so terribly demanding. I'm Paul Stetzel. Thanks for listening.